0: Episode fifty-four. More off. What the fuck? And welcome to Star What the F***, the podcast where we talk about the Star Wars universe one useless fact at a time. My name is Martin Cobb and my co-host...
1: Jason Tagmeier.
0: And it has been a while. We are the only Star Wars podcast to leave when everything was getting exciting again.
1: Pretty much our last episode was... And our second to last episode was the day Force Awakens came out. Yeah,
0: no, uh, it was the day Force Awakens Force Awakens came out, and then there was a Christmas episode we had recorded like months in advance. So the last time we recorded was on the way home. Yep, from it is Force Awakens. It has been two and some odd months, if I am getting that right. It could have been three years.
1: Do we have a reason? Did
0: Force Awakens ruin uh <laughs> Did we do, do we think that Force Awakens ruined start with no, you could actually we actually no. have our Force Awakens thoughts out there. We enjoyed the film. Um, but did it did it ruin like background content? The, the one no, thing that I would argue is it didn't give a lot. No, it definitely didn't. Uh, we're probably never going to talk about anything Force Awakens related. Being completely honest, maybe like. No, we have one note. We have one or two, but we didn't We didn't really think that far about it. What we do have is quite a handful of... Uh...
1: We have the Kanji Club. That's oh, Kanji Club. <laughs> that's kind of, that's, expect that
0: coming up. We have quite a few Rogue One and Last Jedi stuff. Though. Yes, absolutely. I think that those two movies had a lot more stuff to work with. Uh, but couple that with the, the reason, the real reason that we're not going to be talking about a lot of new stuff is because the new stuff doesn't usually have as much ridiculous stuff. Yeah.
1: attached to it yeah there's no like uh like I, skippy like yeah in, or there's not
0: 15 years of sadness between <laughs> like where everything got weird and then like a bunch of like really crappy prequel stuff and like
1: yeah there's there's not enough
0: content. um so I guess the first thing we should talk about is uh what have you been up for two for two and some odd months two years and some months two years and some months I, uh, I want to say <sighs> two years and three months let's see. From a Star Wars perspective, I've been
1: loving The Last Jedi. That's, that's, uh, as well as uh, Rogue One, which we're going to speak about today. Yeah. Um, I'm way behind on anything animated. So that's, that's, um, yeah. Uh, I'm very far behind on that. Uh, from a non Star Wars perspective, I've been making a lot of board games. I quit my real job, doing a lot of podcasting, uh, like trying to do some YouTube stuff. So that's me. What about you?
0: Um,. In terms of Star Wars, I enjoyed all of the films that have come out so far. By the time you might be hearing this, the uh, the next one could have come out for all I know. It's true, it's coming soon because uh, that's uh, Han Solo is coming out very soon. Um, but uh, I've enjoyed all those. I've enjoyed Rebels, which just wrapped up. Um, maybe at some point I'll we'll do thoughts on that. But yeah. Jay has to watch all of Rebels we'll catch before way that. Out. Um, I, I really liked it, but I. I you know the whole series is kind of rushed, so um, I'm excited for whatever comes next because there's some rumor on that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then, other than that, I ran a Star Wars RPG campaign for like six months, oh, and nice. that's that's the probably the only really cool Star Wars thing <laughs> I did. It's not like I can do a lot of Star Wars stuff. I, I read a book. I read can- <laughs> I read the Canto Byte book? Yeah.
1: I've been playing some games. We've played some destiny. We played some uh, Star Wars. oh Rebellion. yeah
0: yeah. Uh, the day we were recording this tomorrow Star Wars <laughs> Legion comes out and I already dropped one hundred and forty dollars. Oh, um, that was not a good day. It was uh, I, I went in I was like, I'm gonna buy the core set, and I'm gonna buy the the one the speed air speeder expansion that's or the, the snow speeder expansion. that's all I want. And then uh, they were like, oh, we're doing a, you're getting 20% off everything. And I was like, throw in the ATS Might as well get more. Yeah. <laughs> throw in the ATS uh,
1: The only Star Wars relevant thing that I did do was I uh, made a poster that was the solo. It was the solo promo image, and I changed it into a baby driver <laughs> uh, promo image. Because. Baby from Baby Driver and and Han Solo in the new movie look very similar. Uh, the actors, you know, kind of have that same same vibe going on. And Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright retweeted it, and it got more likes and, and retweets than anything I will ever do ever again. Star,
0: WTF what happened there? Exactly. Oh,
1: uh, so that's it. That's we're caught up. Two yeah, and a half years done.
0: Two and a half years. Uh... We didn't miss anything as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So obviously, we need to get back into things and we need to get uh, to get reacquainted with something. So we decided that we're gonna do something new. Yeah, something. Relatively fresh, and by relatively fresh, I mean technically two years old. Yeah. Uh, you're old, or well, it's, you're some months old. Uh, we're talking about Rogue One, and you've probably seen this character. He's appeared in quite a few promo stuff, action figure stuff. And more it, than the film. More than the film. He, he was in the <laughs> trailers, even. Yeah. And, in fact, he was supposed to have a much more vital role than he did at one point. But things changed, and eventually he became a, solid, a background character. Uh, you... Might not know him as Moroth, but you would also know him as that white Wookiee thing in the background yeah. of Rogue One. Uh, you most likely saw him big. The Snow Wookiee. Snow Wookiee. Big white creature. Uh, with a backpack? With a backpack and a little thing on his mouth. He's uh, His name is Moroff. So
1: Moroff was a male Gigoran. I'm saying Gigoran. What do you say? Gigoran, but Gigorin. Uh, I d- it doesn't matter. Uh, mercenary who was active during the age of the empire during that time Morov sought out combat zones to sell his brawn and firepower to anyone who required
0: it that's right for some reason one of the most recognizable background characters in saw army didn't even really care he was just there for the money that saw i just actually realized i hadn't even thought of this that saw had money yeah i mean but uh, they all seem like they might be idealists then they would be painful to get Well we
1: what's the bad side of Jeddah that we have if that's the good side of Jeddah <laughs> that's you know, true. What's the bad side of Jeddah?
0: Yes. Uh so more off. Basically, around zero BBY, that is, of course, before Battle of Yadin, which is I mean the movie leads right into Battle of Yavin, essentially. Yes. So uh he was in Sagarera's groups in the caves. Um and basically, that was it. He never appears again in the film after that. Though there are shots in the film of uh, of of Morov on Scarif, like shooting oh, a gun, really? but he never shows up there. That was all in the preview. So I guess at one point, Sagarera's men were got on suppo- a ship. Yeah, and got all of them. Yeah. Probably that might have actually made a lot of sense. but...
1: Yeah. or yeah, if they snuck on.
0: We know this movie was going to have some weird things going in. Well,
1: we know that there was a lot of. Editing. Yeah. Um. They shoot in any film. They shoot more than they they that they than they're gonna show, but they shot multiple endings. They had a shot of Jin ErsO with the uh, the Tie Fighter up on you know flying up at her. That was a really striking yeah. image from the trailer where this Tie Fighter zoomed up and she was standing there. And when I saw the film, I waited and waited for that moment. and It just wasn't there. Yeah. So, uh, they also had the shots where they were running with, uh, you know, through the uh, whatever. There were there were a lot of shots in the trailers that were cut. Yeah. Um, these little characters, and this is a huge character, Kicker <laughs> G- or yeah. the more off. But these 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 background characters and all, they they spend so much time making them. They write these backstories. They they come up with these amazing looking props and things like that. And I believe he was just in that scene where where Bodhi was captured and and taken aside, and that was it. It was 30 seconds. Yep. And yet he
0: appeared on everything, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Character so minor that the reality is, it it feels like there was something there that they, they couldn't. And that's because there was. You see, while Moroff believed that money was his main thing, that wasn't always his deal. Did
1: he have the force?
0: No, at one point, (laughs) well, not his character. His character really is, it's just, uh, he believed there was money. He was a heavy gunner. Uh, He carries a massive blaster cannon, which is called the Zulk Tau 623 Blaster Mill Rotary Blaster Cannon. Uh, if that name wasn't designed by the toy company that made the figure, I
1: don't know what or, else. Or that's like the like when like seven banks own like a like a
0: football stadium. <laughs> yep, and I, and I love the name of that. And it's just uh, a rotary cannon. If you are like a Star Wars gun guy, which I guess there's got to be people out there. Yeah, uh, it looks like. Um, well, it looks like it's a mini like gun. a tank gun. Like, it's a minigun. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, it would. I guess the Star Wars wise, it would look like a Sidewinder, which is a gun that uh, With the a stormtrooper carried. Yep. It looks exactly like that. There. It, what's
1: interesting is there's a lot of that in Rogue One. Like like Baze was like was the guns guy, the mm-hmm. weapons guy. Well, that's um,
0: that's interesting. You say that because is this related to Baze? This is. You see, before Moroff was Moroff, he was a character named Cena. Uh, and he looked like this weird. Uh, the, the, my favorite. There's a quote on here that's great. It's he looks like a, a, a wolfish elf, <laughs> which is uh, pretty much what he is. Oh wow! This is an early version. He looks more like. He looks like a. Um, a uh, what are the the. Oh my the, god the, the dog people the bot
1: bo- uh, yeah, not the bovens but the uh it's sort of a boven
0: He looks like a boven to me that's yeah. what i think
1: like if you this if somebody was to make a What is that race that you hate not to be star wars racist but there's one that we used to talk about that you really disliked oh, uh the what? uh this oh, makes man. For, for great audio Oh man it I was, it was a, a race that oh that you would you absolutely hated Oh, my God. I don't even remember. Uh, all right. That, it was probably from a role-playing side or, like... I don't know. All right. This was hundreds of role-playing games. <laughs> dude, dude, you dude, hate
0: all the races. <laughs> I, I am a huge Star Wars racist. And you hit the table, damn. I It's it's low table. <laughs> Not to be that guy, but if you heard anything. Uh, so he used to be a character named Cena. And Cena was originally a main character. He was part of the Rogue One team, as they put it. Oh, really? He... And he was supposed to be with another character named Lunak. Okay. And he was supposed, um, and the they were like those two, up. yeah, they were buddied up. And basically, they were the alien versions of Shiru Chir- and uh, the other guy whose name base Who's, um, and they became Baze and Shiru. While all the aliens that they had designed for these two characters would eventually become background. Characters. Interesting. So that's that's why he's in so much stuff. Because at one point he might have been a lot more important, and it also explains why there were no aliens amongst the main character group. Yeah, the only weird one out was K2SO. Yeah, there's
1: uh, there's the the monkey face guy that, that yeah. shoots a gun for a second. Like he was, and that shot was in a trailer. <laughs> yeah. So like there. There's, that's my one, you know, the beef with, with modern day Star Wars is it's just very human. There's, yeah,
0: it's very human-centric. There's not a lot of, there's no replacing a Chewbacca type no, in, in and, the new movie, and in they, the um, new canon series, they, whatever it is.
1: They uh, they do make them, but then we barely see them and they're the first thing that gets cut.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, no. Because they're always in the background. They're, it's the, the, it's all the cantina stuff. Yes. And, I, and I guess that's the case is that well, there's just no Greedo. I guess we don't ever see like there's there's guess, no
1: main character. Like we got Maz recently, but Maz is the only one in that entire scene that makes yeah. any sort of presence.
0: Um, that and uh, Simon Pegg's character, I guess I could.
1: Argue uh, that. yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh my god,
0: gets his arm ripped off.
1: <laughs> in, a in a in a scene. deleted scene.
0: Watch that deleted <laughs> scene. It's it's the best because the early graphics look so terrible. Yeah, it's wonderful. I like those
1: kind of deleted scenes though, like the new one that we just saw with. Um, uh, Phasma and Finn. Oh, no, almost
0: all, us, all the, the cut scenes for Last Jedi, I'm very sad that they cut out. I know. Because they were all great. I I, I mean, it's not going to say that I want the movie to be longer, <laughs> admittedly. It is my only real complaint about Last Jedi, but at the same time, I can't think of anything that I would really cut that much. Maybe I would cut a yeah. chunk out of Canobite and that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's... Even then, That's I liked Canobite, unlike... A lot, like everybody, yeah, like everybody um, else, I actually enjoyed. Yeah, I like the seeing a location that I can actually
1: remember the name of. To me, it's I'll take the world building over the pacing. Mm-hmm. Um, if the pacing dips a little bit, but we got some more world building that we can get new characters out of, new species, new stories, new games, all that stuff. I will take that sacrifice for you know the little offshoot. The thing I love about Camtobite. Speaking of offshoots, yeah, is, really. It was like 12 minutes in the movie, but the stuff on the internet keeps getting longer. It's like, if we didn't spend 90 minutes at Canto, like (laughs) it just keeps, the last one I saw was an hour, and then I saw 90 minutes the other day, and it's just, it's become, it's that, it's just becoming comical. I love it.
0: Um, But first, you know, let's get back to Morov. Yes. Morov, Morov. Morov, Morov. You think his name is a pun? Uh, I, I was yeah. trying to figure this. Out. I was like, I can't. You know what I know? It off. isn't. It's not a
1: Beastie Boys song, which is almost every other name in the list. Hello, Asty. Hello, Nasty And there's, there's like, there's like seven oh. others that I
0: heard about oh. just recently. That sounds about right. Yeah. Now I, yeah, there really isn't. He's grumpy. <laughs> he looks grumpy. That's what he said. He said to be grumpy. Yeah. He appears briefly in Star Wars Battlefront too. You can play, as in my belief. And he's in one of those app games. Uh, Force Commander or Santa I Command Force. don't play them, so I have I, I played, it like, I one, and then it, like, it went out of business or something really? for, like, a little bit. But I didn't play for long. I was like, this is okay. Um, so, right. but there is something I do want to talk about. Okay. Uh, besides his sweet gun, he has a backpack, but on his face is a thing. Yes. Like, this big thing. So, you probably actually know the answer of what I don't,
1: because I thought it was... I really thought it was something for breathing, thinking he was from some sort of, uh, like, a, a cold area, and for him to breathe in this, like, desert planet like every other planet on Star
0: Wars. Well, that's funny, because I was... We were looking up... When I was looking up research for this... Um, because they I, don't all have that, right? No. Okay. So uh, no, not- wait, no, no. Every, every depiction of a Gigeran that we've seen so far in anything... It has that mask. Does and it? Part of that is because no artist wants to go out and be the guy that actually draws it without a, a, a mouth. Yeah. Uh, with a mouth. Uh, it's that uh, plucoon thing where yep. you never see one. What does of it them. look like? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can find a picture of that eventually, but it took a uh, couple of years before somebody went out and did it. Uh, but um, he has this mouth thing, and a lot of things seem to say that, like, that's him breathing. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's. It turns out it's not. Including, uh, there's an early article in e! Enter- um, Entertainment Magazine uh, when they were doing a preview of Rogue One. Yeah. They had a picture of him, and they said that his mouth thing was for breathing, breathing, but it's not. It's actually what is called a vocoder, and it, it makes his it makes it so that he speaks in Galactic Basic, the English really? in this world, um, which. Uh, actually, I kind of like this. However, his rude replies in his native language are always translated by his vocoder to be pleasant and cheerful. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's
1: like, like, like you get to choose like the Stephen Hawking voice. I, and... I
0: want it to be, I want it to be the voice of the female uh, protocol droid from uh, uh, Episode One. Yeah, that like pleasant. I want it yep. to be that because that's the voice I want him to have. Wow.
1: So they all probably have a different Siri. You might have the male Siri. Yeah, theory. I. Um, that's interesting.
0: Mine would be set to uh, Australian female voice. That's very interesting.
1: And I'm looking at... I saw some of the research that I did uh, was I bought the number one issue of Dr. Afra, the comic book, because there's a, a fight in there. It's a Gigeran versus a Wookiee.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's a generic Gigeran. Uh,
1: and they have the masks on. And I didn't even realize that until you
0: said that. Yeah, they all have the masks on. Uh, and so this actually, my real thought was, after I read that, was... We haven't seen a Wookiee with one of those on. Like, (laughs) can Wookiees wear those? Can anybody wear them?
1: Maybe Wookiee speak is easier to translate than theirs. And, you know, because everybody picks up on Wookiee speak.
0: Well, because that's always been... I've had that happen twice when I've run a a, a role-playing game and somebody wanted to be a Wookiee. They were like, can I speak English? (laughs) And I was like... I guess Uh, I've been given like three different uh, I've been given uh, one had a vocoder and the other one had his uh, uh, his a companion he had a he had his vocal cords replaced (laughs) him with English with uh, uh, a human ones. so this was interesting because this I had a conversation today about
1: was how these other languages in Star Wars you know like uh, Greedo has subtitles for example But Chewbacca just has somebody else repeat what he says in another form. R2-D2 has somebody else will repeat what he says. So R2-D2, say something to me. What, like in R2-D2? Yeah, go ahead. Just say it. Beep, boop, 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 boop. And I would go, no, R2-D2, I will not go down that way. Uh, and there's there's so much of that in Star Wars. And I noticed it the most in Force Awakens when Rey is talking to BB-8. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely noticed it the most. And I was just like, she's translating to us for BB-8. And it's sort of like a filmmaking trick where they kind of have to do it but I feel like the older movies were just a little more subtle in it and they like didn't handhold the
0: audience as much yeah well because the only time we really see like d 2 have a long speak there's text on a screen I think oh, wait no that's not written that's written on our oh yeah yeah no um, no it, it just it, it, it's a better conversation that flows I can agree with you there yeah so, like, I can
1: I see what you're talking about so to me this this unit on their face, can can bypass that and you can get deeper into the story but the fact that they all have it so far is interesting
0: yeah I well like I said I really do think it's that nobody wants to draw them with without the the mask yeah like nobody wants to because it I, I just imagine they have you know wookie mouth I because they got a little beak under there the real catch is is that there's a part of my brain that's like all I see them is as fat snow wookies
1: yeah they do remind like, me of the the there was a fat wookie yeah um, I don't know uh, in the like name.
0: probably Revenge of the Sith, right? Yes. That's the only time we ever see any. Yeah, and
1: and they do remind you of the fat Wookiees.
0: they kinda look like taller lumpies, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause they have that but uh I also want to point out though, my favorite part about off the more I look at it, and all Giga Because there's there's been three examples of a Giga Ram. Uh technically four if you count the ones in uh Battlefront, which is just called Giga Ram. Yeah. But um they all have lovely locks of hair
1: yes oh, they yes. have
0: wonderfully long locks of hair and i so i love that there's something white
1: mane yes yeah. they're like well groomed as opposed to a wookie which looks like if you got your hand in there it would never come out
0: it would be like uh, the, the comparison i was about to say would be like petting my dog but no these <laughs> are like
1: petting like a like a show dog
0: these would be petting a show dog while petting like a wookie would be petting like a mutt that yeah. hasn't been washed in a while absolutely yeah um because they look so fabulous with their long hair, I want to I want it, <laughs> Like I love it. Um, you know, let, let's let us let us stop talking about Moroff himself. Do you want to l- talk about l- the Gigeran? I, I want to talk about Gigeran because there's a lot more to say about Gigeran. Um, so there there isn't much listed on Wikipedia yet. Uh, there really isn't a lot to say. Uh, most of them couldn't speak Galactic Basic, but they could speak with vocoders. But like had like weird things. There's not a lot of Gigerans. Uh, there is uh, a more off, obviously, and then there's two that appear in Doctor Afra number one, which yep. Jay mentioned earlier, uh, as a bodyguard to Sutaf, whoever that is. He's really goofy looking, uh, really he, weird, tall hat. He's he's a siren. He's a siren. He's the he's uh, Kieti Mundi's race. Yeah, so that's why he's wearing that huge hat, and he's great. Uh, look him up. Yeah, he, um, he is really cool. Uh, he looks
1: like something out of like a Tim Burton film or something.
0: But. Because we're finally getting to the point where, uh, Star Wars species are being defined by role-playing games again, which, uh, if you do not know, almost every Star Wars race has been defined by, a bo- uh, has been defined by the role-playing games. Yes. Um, so, the most recent book for FFG's, uh, newest, can- uh, role-playing game, it's new, it's been out for a couple of years now, but, yeah. um, the newest book, Dawn of Rebellion, added Gigerands as a race, basically stating that, uh... These are... They're snow wookies. Their native planet, Gigor, is a harsh winter planet. Think Hoth. Yeah. And then uh, that they require cooperation and community to survive. They're often referred to as gentle giants. They oh. frequently stand up two meters tall with long and powerful limbs. And But their imposing figures are bellied by their friendship and almost joyful curiosity.
1: So a gentle giant holding the biggest gun in the film.
0: I'm picturing, like, the <laughs> Yeti from uh, uh, <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, just like once he loses his teeth he's like not threatening in the latest however just like every furry race in the Star Wars galaxy they have since been targeted by slavers oh. and turned into slaves and uh, this has led to they they were dubbed snow Wookiees by them like that's how that was their marketing term for selling them as slaves so and is that, that
1: like like a? I'm trying to think of like a snow Bunny or like what is like a
0: Snow fox, or... uh,
1: yeah. Like, what would be appealing the snow version? Like, oh, like a snow speeder, for example. Yeah, it, it's just,
0: uh, <laughs> it's just the, the alternate version of. Uh, it's it's a different breed of slave. Yeah, um, and because of this, nearly every Gigeran encountered off of their home world is probably either a slave or a runaway slave. So that probably means Moroff is a runaway slave, and that might explain why he's become such a jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Shoot, pardon of your basic yeah
0: pardon my i i forgot we can't
1: uh <laughs> we need to change our rating now
0: <laughs> uh for those curious uh they're a little for their race wise they get a bonus to strength or bonus that they get three brawn one intellect uh and they're a little bit brawnier a little more health and they get a, by access to brawl and they can do but the most important thing here is uh they make uh they upgrade the difficulty of mechanics checks for advanced technology so they they have trouble with advanced technology okay so that's probably the most interesting yeah, thing Yeah, I mean, they, they they're not they're not pretty smart people they're not smart but what we're talking about much like all things we used to talk about is we're talking about the canon version <laughs> of gigarands you see <laughs> the legend the gigarands actually were in the legends universe first actually yes. they've been around in the legend universe for since 94 s- since yeah a very it, long time yeah Uh, From, yeah, 94 in an article, but only in one source. Only They've only appeared in one thing, and that was a role-playing game supplement for uh, West End Games' Star Wars role-playing game.
1: Which Uh, I didn't even know existed.
0: Yeah. And so, uh, here they're basically described exactly as FFG described them previously. They're Snow Wookiees. uh, They could speak basic in this version, but preferred the language of grunts.
1: They had a mouth.
0: Family-oriented. They had a mouth. They have a really goofy artwork. Uh, <laughs> it's this lovely ink artwork that only can appear in old role-playing games. It looks like a 70s role-playing game, role game, but Ooh, it's a 90s one. Yeah, and it's got a huge nose and, like, huge lips. They're really ugly.
1: And it's skinny. It's not, like... Because they're, they're, they've are they got some heft to them now. That one's, like, yeah. skinny and gollum-y, almost.
0: Which, my favorite part about it is, is that there's only a brief reference to Gigeran in Star Wars history... And yet they've decided to use the term to describe this new alien they've yeah. made. That's pretty close, but not particularly... Sometimes they do that as...
1: I can't figure it out. Like Sometimes it's a nod to get those fans, the old fans along. Sometimes Which... it's just... It's like it's like keeping it in the universe. It's
0: rebranding. It, it, it's the most fascinating thing because I They've can... done it
1: a few times. They've done it recently with new names. Um, I'm trying to think of some, but there were some in... I don't know if it was Force Awakens or... But they they've they've brought names back, and even like uh, what's his name, um, Krennic. It, like there was those thoughts that it was like going to be Thrawn, or you yeah. Know, uh, but they're bringing they're bringing them back to a degree.
0: Well, I mean that's and that's great. But what were, what those most of those examples are stuff that are more obvious. Like if Thrawn oh, yeah. had appeared, nobody in Rogue, knew no, about. Like
1: yeah. one guy was
0: just like. So oh my, God, my favorite going. part is is that they were looking for this. Like they didn't they didn't. Like they didn't have like some well of untapped Star Wars knowledge in their brain, they went on Wikipedia. There's no we way got, that uh, they didn't that they didn't uh, um, they didn't look on Wikipedia and find this race. So you think
1: like Dave Filoni is going on Wikipedia before making?
0: <laughs> you know what? If he's the guy that's writing all the Star Wars uh, uh, races now, then yes, absolutely. Where it's and and it's been named that. Yes. Yeah. Since. Before the movie came, 20, yeah. Since before the movie, not, not not the character itself, but like not the race, but the Moroff's race has been named since before the movie began. So they found that race, yeah, and stuck with that name, and, and that's fascinating. It's not like it was like, oh, we, we got to FFG got to name it, and they found some weird obscure Star Wars reference. Do
1: you think there's a chance that
0: it was an accident? Maybe.
1: Like think of how <laughs> many races there are and how many characters, and no, it's is too- there.
0: It's too specific. It's
1: like, it's, it's not a reference. Like, it's not, like, to, no. like, H.R. Geiger or something like... If it was something like
0: that, and, you know, it's not, though. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's a reference to this old role-playing <laughs> game race. And, and it's... I find that fascinating. Like, undeniably bizarre. Yeah. There's not much to say about the role-playing supplement itself. It seems like an okay adventure. If you're looking for something really weird to run for no reason... Uh, your next Star Wars role playing game. Feel free to roll up a, bring <laughs> an, up, an, a ancient an ancient gigaran. An ancient That's pretty cool. Um. And so that, yep, I have a couple toy related
1: things because they have yes, they yes. have made some toys of Oof. of Morof. and there are two that I know of. And the first one is um, there's a two pack from Rogue One uh, action figure two pack and it was the um, it's 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 more off and a it's a, a, a scarif scarif stormtrooper. Uh, storm I saw it the other day for 4.98 and I didn't buy it and I really should have. Uh, because I, I want I really want the the Moroff figure. But the other one is the one that really I I there's something I, I think here. So it's the Rogue One Lego uh, Y-wing set. And it comes with a stormtrooper the Y Wing Fighter, it comes with uh Radice, General uh, okay. or Captain
0: General Rat Wait, General Radis come with him.
1: I, I don't know, but it also comes with Moroth. And the weird thing about Lego is, and it comes with a droid, a black uh, R2 unit. The thing about Lego is they start on their their sets like a year before you know the film. And they have information well before anybody else. Okay. Usually the first leaks on any uh, Star Wars film come from the Legos. The first thing we saw uh, from Solo was from the Lego sets. Mm. And we talked about there being a cut scene. <laughs> Did Moroff escape on a Y-Wing? Is that possible?
0: Because, yeah, because uh, one of the things is we don't see him escape... Like, why is he in the set? Jeddah? So, I don't know. Yeah, he could have just been at... He could have been with the Rebels. He could have been a, a Rebel character at some point besides, you know, not the... Yeah. Guerrera's Rebels. Or did, like,
1: he sneak on... To, like, I even I, I want to watch it. it. I would, it would just, love to see him fly The context that of that... Fi- you know, sometimes it's just... It could just be they want to put a cool character in a set. Because well, it absolutely... might not be a set for him. Yeah, exactly. And... If they were pushing him as a larger character and and making it, you know, I mean, really make things more marketable, but then they're barely in the film. But why is it in the Y-wing set? Is it? So one thing is, is it to get creature lovers to buy the y-wing set that's true is it to make the y-wing set more appealing like i love the y-wing but it's it's sort of a bland set
0: I, it's not the, the set i would want to but admittedly that selection of minifigures is making me consider buying exactly it. radis radis more and off. more off, that's a good deal and then like a, a random snow troop this is a big set.
1: Yeah, it is. Is yeah. this
0: random stormtrooper and then, like, a the the pilot. And, and then, then the Black like, R2 unit. Yeah, well, well that doesn't make any sense.
1: No, it doesn't. That's a really confusing I set. think there was something we didn't There's accept. definitely
0: something missing. <laughs> there's no there's no doubt in my mind now. You're right.
1: So, one of the notes that I saw that you had was, does Moroff survive?
0: Yes. We do not see him leave Saw uh place. No. Um and not... Th- I never... I It's been a, a bit since I've seen Rogue One. I haven't seen it since it was, was in the theater.
1: The only people we know that survived was Jyn Erso and her crew. Yep. Ponda Baba and Dr. Uh, Evazan. <laughs> it's or... true. Yeah, they had to get out. <laughs> and that's it. Like, right? There was, yeah. We don't so
0: know I, of anybody else. I mean, here's the thing. Until somebody uses him in a comic book, we will never know. It's true. Until then, we, we are stuck left with the fate, pondering the fate... Of our favorite Giga Ran, more off.
1: I think we're gonna find out that everybody survived Jeddah. Yeah, Sogarera is gonna Certain have some. Sogar America made it out. Yeah, uh, I can see that. That that, that Cthulian, like face <laughs> monster, whatever. <laughs> we're that gonna thing do was. an episode on that guy at some point. Yeah, all those. Oh, that's things. a ten
0: minute. That's a half hour episode. Now I want to talk about actually real quick. but going back to the toys. You did not talk about his ridiculous backpack
1: no it's in every toy <laughs> oh but it's even more no, ridiculous than in the, the, the toy figure. which
0: i'm looking at it here with the scare trooper he's got two missile launchers attached to his backpack that he can hold and shoot like plastic missiles yeah. uh, as a toy this is the best toy Wait, set i've ever
1: seen that's part of that thing where like they take something and make it the most extreme they can for a toy because like, sometimes they'll give that to like, Jyn Erso or, or someone. It's just like they yeah. have this flying backpack. But <laughs> his, he actually does have this ridiculous backpack. But it is amazing. It They've attached. Flames that stick out.
0: Yeah. He's a little goofy. His torso's a little long. <laughs> if I, I, I want to point out. A little I, I, I love him. I want it. I want yeah. the Scarif Trooper definitely too. Um, yeah. So that's a good set. If you're looking for a set, you can probably find that one for pretty cheap now.
1: Yeah. I, it's $5 a target in the clearance section if you can find it. Nice. And that's it. That's all I know of. They didn't make a, a pop figure as far as I know. I've searched around. Um, there's no other like weird... There's not a lot of Star Wars toys happening right now. They didn't make a large uh, Black Series figure, which would be awesome if did. I would did. kill for
0: a Black Series figure. Yes. This. I would kill for a sideshow. But uh, I would definitely kill for a slideshow.
1: Oh yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So the only other thing that I have that I want to mention is uh, we saw some cool behind the scenes photos that I'd like to share. However, we can share things. Yeah. Um. But the one was a shot of more more often character, t- t- I guess doing the uh, whatever their their camera work they do. I don't know if rotoscoping yes. or whatever the for the for uh, sometimes that's for creating the toy. Sometimes they're doing, like, a 3D...
0: So what it is is that it's more off and he's standing on this little white platform, and it's just the guy in the costume, just standing there. And then surrounded by him is, like, 50,000 Nikon... Uh, Canon DSLRs. Yes. Like, hundreds of DSLRs shooting him from every angle. Exactly. It is bullet-time camera setup here, like... Yeah,
1: for, like, a, like a th- crazy 3D action thing. It's also... Like I think sometimes they do those for the action figures to do a three D model. Well, it says um, here? There's a little article. thing. so they thing. can animate yeah. them.
0: Yeah. So that you can remember what the character looked like. You can see all what the what's going on. Um, like so you can see all of the. Yeah, of they can't, products. can't miss anything. For, yeah.
1: For after that.
0: Because if that costume's gone, yeah, that after costume's it gets gone. destroyed or it gets shipped
1: off to some, that would be a cool one to see in one of the uh, one of the That's exhibits. Good, yeah, that would be great. So the other shot was just basically. Um, the guy or woman in costume as Moroff uh, sitting and people are feeding them, like, air and water. That whatever.
0: person is going to die in that weather. It just, it, that it, looks so miserable. It's on Scarif. It's, like, on, the, it's the, on beach. the beach.
1: It. Everyone else is in t-shirts and somebody's dressed as this oh, like, snow Wookie, with this massive backpack, which
0: can't be light,
1: even no. if
0: it's hollow. No, it, that thing, that must be a nightmare. Yeah. I cannot imagine that's a pleasant to be in. It's, I, I, I kind of feel for him right now. Yeah, for sure. I really do. I, I feel bad. With which all is... that
1: in mind, we see nothing. We see nothing in the movie and there was... I'm sort of like like Entertainment Weekly or whoever does these profiles about these characters and mm-hmm. I'm giving up on them because they're never in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they appear are for two seconds. They're never in the movie. Like, it's, and, and nobody does... so
0: excited. And, and we don't... We don't get a book right now. We're not getting books or anything about them. They, like... I don't think, to be completely honest here, I don't think Legends is canon is that great. But the catch was is that it had like forty five years to do every to, to do yeah, what it did. Exactly. So they had so long with to only compare. three movies. So that's why we got so much detail mm-hmm. because you really can't do a new Luke story every week. It's you, one of the you the, know
1: the thing that I compare it to is when people say. Um that the new the new uh score by John Williams or whoever's doing the whatever one you're listening to they're saying that it doesn't compare compete with the last ones and, and my answer to that is it might not but in 30 years tell me because you've, you've been listening to the old ones for 30 years. <laughs> I mean, that's
0: what been my whole thought, is that people are kind of, like, coming out and defending the prequels a little bit more nowadays. Yes. Not, they're not saying they're great, but they're saying, like, they're they've, better. They've aged. They've, they've had their time. They've and... definitely, they've aged so well, poorly. To I, didn't completely. Mean, I didn't mean that, but yeah. yes. Uh, to <laughs> me, they, they I, 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 we've gotten into this before. One of the few Star Wars things we do actually disagree on is Attack of the Clones. That movie looks so bad nowadays.
1: <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I watched it. that movie. But...
0: I, I watched it right. I watched all the Star Wars movies before Force Awakens came out, and I fell asleep by Revenge of the Sith, and I was like, and I they're
1: only going to age more as these new films come out and look amazing. Like even Rogue One, they it 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 butts right up against you know Episode Four, a New Hope, and it feels right. But if it were to bump against one two or three it probably would feel weird huh, yeah no. like it just wouldn't look like they look artificial so
0: yeah no there's there's uh, there's no winning they they um i don't think there is such a thing as a perfect star wars sequel b we should wrap up more off yes who, i'm
1: still looking at this picture of of him sitting there and people feeding air which is very goofy but uh what do you think uh how do we how do we
0: end more off have we heard the last of him do we have we heard the last of Moroff? No, I, I think, think he so. will he's, come back, and he will be some bounty hunter character. He's entirely too cool for them to yeah. abandon. Yep, yeah, And the, And the,
1: for them to abandon after having done nothing—that's the—that's the key to it. Is we haven't seen Moroff yet.
0: Absolutely, we need to. I would like to know Moroff better than I do, and if we if we get I, to know, I would like to know more of Moroff. More, <laughs> more, <off>. more <laughs> off. and that's that's Moroff. Yeah, that's that's Moroff, and. Um, and that's us back.
1: We are back. We are back. <laughs> so before we end, let's uh, I'm gonna just say a few key words. Some stuff we have planned. Ooh. So I have some here, but I have better ones in our texts. Um uh lightsaber colors. Yep. That's that's important. Yeah, absolutely. Um C- Conan Antonio Mahdi
0: I don't even remember that anymore.
1: Uh, Admiral Mati. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> His first name is Conan. I forgot his name
0: was Conan. That's going to be fun. Um, uh,
1: Constable Zubio has about as much, no, has less screen time than Moroff. But more action figures. (laughs) Uh, Plasta stuff. Uh, You know, just all the Plasta stuff that they make. Yeah. Um, Kedpin Shocklop. Yeah. Mm, Some new stuff. Um, Moofmilker. The Bodie Monster, which I don't even know the name of.
0: Yeah, it uh, uh, c- has a name. It's mentioned in the movie. Celestials? Celestials. And uh, Mortis. Those of you, that's what it's also called. Is that one of the... Okay. And don't forget our good friend Tebow. Tebow? Oh, for sure. Tebow's got some stuff going on. Uh, And c- uh, the Star Tours. Paul Rubin Star Tours. Oh, uh, yep. Robot. Wait, Paul Rubin? That was wow. going to be good. <laughs> Paul Rubin <laughs> was, was just at a convention here around the corner. Yeah, so, he was. We should, I. should I mildly saw a picture from a distance. The <laughs> 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 um, <A crowded> convention.
1: <laughs> the other thing, the other couple things that I have listed here, I'm sorry, I'm going through some texts. Um, <laughs> Making for some great podcasts. It is. Uh, the Star Wars board games. So yes. we previously covered uh, DeJaric, but there's lots more. Oh, yeah. Uh, Perhaps my most excited, anticipated one is Bildo Querv.
0: That, you save that one. Just, I'm not even going to say who it is. Just say Bildo Querv. Bildo Querv will be amazing. Um,
1: let's see, what else? Uh, Beldorian the Hut. Yeah. Which Calis-
0: will, uh, uh, don't forget Callista Ming.
1: Callista Ming. Right. Uh, Paul which is a planet Oh which, yeah. that something cool happens with.
0: What about good old... <laughs>
1: uh nerf herders. Nerf herders are uh a
0: good old one. Uh dipple That's what the I said. That's uh, the plan is. Uh, the C- planet. I called it Cern Cerndipal. <laughs> I don't know what uh, it, how to pronounce it. And we got toss uh, Toska.
1: And I don't remember that one was. Me neither,
0: not at all. Great. Uh and uh, the mall. Oh, the mall! Yeah, I can't wait for that. Got to talk about the mall. So that's the season, or that's just our plans, really. That's the that's upcoming in the future, nearby yeah. and far away. <laughs> oh, is that our and is that our new outro? Nearby <laughs> and far away. We're coming to you from nearby and far away. Could be uh, far away. Could be nearby. You could live around the corner from us, and we wouldn't know.
1: That's true. So yeah, we're just in this this room with a. You can We're standing
0: in front of a house. If you can't.
1: This is the quickie mark. If you're watching us, you see a, a brick wall behind us. If you're listening, there's a brick wall behind us. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. And we're doing. Uh, we're going to try to do some video podcasts and some video content and some other things. So yeah, hang around. We are back. Website starwtf.blogspot.com, uh, Instagram starwtf, and all the other stuff.
0: Absolutely. Cool.
1: Well, thanks for listening.
0: Yeah. Thank you.
1: And we'll see you uh, next time.
0: And have a good day.
1: And remember... Oh, we had an outro. We did at one point. Go for it. (laughs) Because I don't remember it. it. I don't remember it
0: either. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I've got a bad feeling about this. There you go. Hello. This is Marty from further into the future. I'm just here to say thank you to all of you who have come back and listened to our show, even after two years of absence. It really means a lot. So... Now that we're back, you can join us on Twitter and Instagram at Star WTF, or you can listen to or re-listen to all of our back episodes on starwtf.blogspot.com. And you can join us next week where we'll talk about something somehow less important.